Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to see you in the show. gorgeous and welcome to this podcast episode. The very first podcast episode that I'm recording of 2024. So hi, welcome. And in this podcast, I actually, I don't think this one's going to take too long, but I think it's going to be a very potent topic for us to talk about, which is invisible investment the invisible investment that goes into creating. So we're all probably familiar with the idea that the more someone is okay with delayed gratification in their life, the more successful they they are or they have the potential to be, right? And one of our, you know, it's, I guess it's one of our problems you could say in society today is this instant gratification, instant gratification, but it's actually not, it's, it's more, I guess, so that our, as we've developed the things that we've developed, enable, enable that, enable us to just, you know, go for instant gratification, but really it's our human nature to want instant gratification. Okay, so if you guys that have listened to my podcast for a while, you're familiar with my work, you know that in this framework um, that I'm using in teaching of consciousness, which is very predominant in most consciousness frameworks, you know, um, Eckhart Tolle uses the same kind of framework of ego and your soul. It's, it's, it's all pretty much the same. But just to recap, we have these two major aspects of our consciousness, our ego, which is orientated around survival. How can I survive? How have I learned the world operates and how can I best uh, survive and get by in those conditions? And then our creative spirit, our soul, our higher self, that part of us that is absolutely beyond our ego, uh, what we love, what we're here for, our purpose, our gifts, talents, and abilities that support that purpose. So we've got these two aspects of ourselves. And in many ways, they are competing and they are, um, well, our ego, our ego is competing, I should more say, and our ego is opposed to our higher self, our greatness. Our ego is wounded against our greatness. That's part of our individuation phase that we go through in childhood, which if you've done my Unlocking Gold program, you will have, uh, you will have learned and, and seen the truth in that, right? So our ego, here's the thing. Our, our soul has things that it would love, things that it would love to create, things we would love to create that are really in our heart. Oh, my goodness. 
Wow. <laughs> did you hear that? Uh, I mean, I'm sure you did because this uh, setup is not noise cancelling like Zoom. Um, I'm always surprised at what Zoom cuts out and where Zoom is like people literally can't hear something that's so loud to you in your background. That was thunder. I'm in Bali. I live in Bali at the moment. And it is rainy season, although it hasn't been raining very much at all. I got here, I guess, around the start of rainy season, just before rainy season last year is when I came to Bali. And it did rain a lot over rainy season. I was caught in the, like torrential rains for a hour and a half, two hours scooter ride home once at like 11 p.m. from this weekend away on a private island. Um, and um, it was my most traumatic experience during the rainy season. <laughs> I couldn't see. Everything was soaked. The, the puddles were like so deep on the road and it was just boring. Anyway, anyway, um, there was just some thunder. It's not raining. There's nothing else going on right now. So we're just going to keep rolling with the podcast. Okay. So as I was saying, our ego did I get to about our ego? I, th I think what I was about to say was our ego is seeking energy. Our ego wants energy. And that is, that is, that is literally like the function of why we are, you could say, wired as human beings to want instant gratification. We want energy. Our ego wants energy. It wants that dopamine hit it wants the dopamine hit. It wants to feel good. It wants validation and it wants it now. And, you know, and so we will sort of by default, almost you could say by default in our biology, even we will default to an instant gratification when we know that, you know, you know, delaying it will give us a greater reward or, or not going for that gratification and doing something else instead will give us a greater reward in the long term, but we still feel compelled towards that instant gratification. And because that is a tendency in our human nature, because it is the structure of our ego to want that, you know, the things that have then, I feel, you know, you could say have been maliciously orchestrated, the technology that, that has been maliciously orchestrated. I feel though that it's even almost like a natural thing to happen coming from an unconscious mode of living because that's what people want. That's what people respond to, you know, and, and the people creating this technology are creating what people want and what engages people. They're not, they're not looking at it from a higher consciousness, a higher perspective. So, so much of our lives are, uh, are built around instant gratification, or I should say the structures around us facilitate instant gratification. So, you know, this is actually an incredibly important topic. And I think more and more so as instant gratification, you know, becomes more and more available. You know, it used to be that you could get takeaway food, but you'd have to go to the takeaway shop, you know, and then they started doing delivery and, you know, and now you can immediately in a split second decide, I want a pizza, hit that button on your phone and order a pizza. And, you know, I remember with internet banking. So I, uh, 
I would have to, on my computer before I left home, if I wanted more money in my spending account, I would have to put that money in my spending account so I could go and buy clothes if there was clothes I wanted to buy or if I was going for a night out, there would be more money in my account and then that would be, that would be it. That would be what I had. This was at the beginning of me going out. I didn't have a smartphone. Um, and so that was it. But n- And so, so instant gratification wasn't so available as now you've got your smartphone, you can make the transfer from your savings account in a split second and buy the thing that you want to buy, you know? So, so it is, you know, more and more progressing in this way. And that's not really the point of this podcast, but I think that's still relevant to the topic of this podcast, which is about invisible investment. Being able to choose invisible investment over instant gratification, being able to delay gratification to do what's true, to do what's in your heart. If you look at the visions that you have identified for 2024, and if you haven't already, then that's something that I would really encourage you to do. And funny that I should say this, this was not planned, but I just recorded before this podcast episode, some videos so that I can release this, um, free taster, taster training, I guess would be the best word for it on, um, helping you receive and, and get really what your soul vision is, what it is that you would love, what your potential really is, what your gifts and talents and abilities really are, what your dreams are for your life from your higher self, from your soul, like really what you're here for, your purpose. Um, and I'm going to be releasing that in the next couple of days. So probably by the time you're listening to this, that is going to be available and it's called Vision Gasm. You should be able to find it on my Instagram or even on my website, Vision Gasm. And if you can't see it anywhere, send me a message on Instagram. And that's something that you can use to help create your vision for this year if you haven't already got a clear vision of what it is you'd love to create. So let's say you have got a vision now, okay? You've got this vision of what you'd love to create. Most of those things, putting energy into creating most of those things is going to require delayed gratification. And your energy, you know, that and time that you would put into creating those things, there's going to be a competition from your ego for that time and energy to use it in a way that will get you energy. But if you've got, say, on your visions list, writing a book, you are not going to get, <laughs> you're not going to get energy from that, from, from external anyway. You will actually get if you, um, if you create and get in your creative energy and your creative flow, you will actually be energized by that process, but you're not going to get external validation, energy from external sources, which is what your ego wants. Your ego always perceives it's got a lack of energy and it needs to get energy from other people or from, you know, success or status or belonging or love or acceptance or approval, or, you know, any types of validation. That's what your ego always wants. And so your ego wants that energy, that time and energy that you would invest in something that requires quite delayed gratification. It wants that to be validated now, 
right? And so that's why you might find it um, difficult at times to sit down and write your book for an hour or sit down and do some work on your business or your business idea or, you know, creating something new in your business um, when there's a possibility of going socializing, going to dance, going and, you know, doing something like that, that is giving you energy um, and validation, giving you connection. And those things are wonderful. Like I would, I would never say don't go to dance or don't socialize, but, but we can, we can tend to choose that over doing what's really true for us and doing the thing that is not giving us the validation and gratification now, and that we have absolutely no guarantee that it's ever going to. No guarantee. There's another big rumble of thunder. I don't know if you heard it. Uh, this, as you guys, anyone that's listened to this for a while knows, this is a very raw and honest podcast. And part of that raw and honest theme is that I don't cut anything out when I record these. So you can hear the thunder. You can hear anything that happens. Um, as it's happening. But our visions require delayed gratification. They require us to choose what's true for us over what's going to make us maybe feel good in the moment. And, you know, it's one of those things like probably all delayed gratification that if you choose that higher road of what's true, that actually does give you more energy in the long run, right? Just, it's just not necessarily immediate or it's not immediate, you know, like if you're working on a business and you've got to sit down and go, okay, what am I going to do for marketing? What am I going to do for sales? I'm going to sit down and, you know, create some things for this business that can be lonely. That can be tough. That can be challenging. That can be like, okay, you know, I don't know if this is going to work, but here we go. Right. So that, that doesn't, always feel good. Like, yes, it can feel good. You can get in a complete flow with your business and what you're creating. It can feel amazing, but it doesn't always. And it's not always things you want to do. You self-consciously want to do, you know, and there's actually, there's a difference between what you want and what you like and what you love and what's true. What you love is what you're inherently connected to. And what is true is is literally what, what's true for you to be involved in, what's true from your higher self. What you want, what you like, what makes you feel good is much more ego-orientated things. For example, I might want a whole block of chocolate. It might, it might, that might be what I feel like. I feel like chocolate. And I'm not I give these caveats all the time. I'm not saying that I think chocolate's bad and you shouldn't eat chocolate. Um, but I think you get the sense of what I'm saying, where what we feel like isn't always what's true for us because what we feel like might be just laying down on the bed for an hour when what's true for us and what in actual fact is going to energize us might be to sit down and write for your book for an hour, right? And, you know, and so it's, what, what is it? It's, it's choosing to put in that invisible investment and not through willpower and not through force. You know, we can't actually, willpower isn't sustainable. I've got a podcast episode on this. There's a difference between will and willpower. 
Willpower is when you try to push yourself through something. You try to force yourself into something. And that's not a sustainable way of doing things. It's like you're um, you've got all this energy going in your ego. You want to lay down. You want to go and socialize. You want to eat a block of chocolate. Um, you want to just like feel better immediately, right? Have that immediate like, oh, this relieves the tension. Oh, this relieves whatever was feeling oh, a bit like uncomfortable in my field. Um, and to try to push through and pass that is using your willpower. And that's not sustainable, right? You, if anyone has tried dieting or exercising using willpower, you'll know it doesn't last. You don't consistently stay in that uh, exercise routine or on eating, that way of eating, right? So using your will is to choose to go to something higher, to use your will to not go along with your ego, but to take your energy higher to your higher self, to your greatness and to be led by that and to choose to put the power and energy in that and to go along with that, you know, so in this case to be connected with your end results, with your vision, with what you've identified you would love to create is your purpose, is your soul's calling to create and to go, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to invest in this. I'm going to put my invisible investment into this book that's in my heart that I don't know if it's ever going to pay off in the ways that I might like it to pay off, but it's in my heart and it's true for me to do it. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to spend an hour on my business doing what might be the uncomfortable tasks, but are the true tasks, the true next steps for me to take, you know, because it's in my heart to create this business. It's in my heart to serve these people. So, you know, I'm going to put an hour each day into that, you know, and to choose, to choose that, to choose that to delay gratification and do what's true, put your energy into what you're about, what, what you're, what you're here for, what's in your heart. And what you do find through that process is that that is energizing and that gives you back energy actually, but you can't be doing it for that reason because it's not instant. Like, you know, you, you might it, it, it can occur that you do get like an instant high from working on something that's uh, true to your heart, but it's it's often not instant. And so, the what I what I think is a really helpful awareness is just around that invisible investment. Am I going to do my invisible investment, or am I going to get my immediate gratification? Do you know something really interesting? Um, about this uh, gratification and not doing the invisible investment where I, so typically I have worked really hard. Like I've worked, I've been sort of a bit of an overworker maybe um, in my business. And, uh, but that doesn't always mean I was working effectively. Like I was very inessential for a long time. I hid out in doing inessential activity that didn't, that wasn't the true needle moving things that I needed for my business to go forward. And I don't advocate workaholism or that you've got to work really, really, really hard and 
you know, you have to work hard to make your dreams come true. It, t- but, but making your dreams come true, don't get me wrong, it takes effort and energy. It doesn't mean you got to whip yourself, work really hard, have no rest, but it takes effort and energy. It, it does. There's just no way around it. And there's nothing wrong with that either. I think there's like a whole healing that needs to happen around feeling like you need to do things and you should, and you can't stop and you have to work harder, you know, which makes people afraid of just, just the true level of, of energy and effort that it, it does take to create things. But I digress because what I was saying was uh, about what I've noticed recently. So yeah, typically I've been someone that uh, you could say overworks in inessential activity, <laughs> right? Um, and I've, d- you know, I've done a lot to uh, change that and, and not do that um, for a while. But if any of you guys follow me on Instagram, you will know that I recently, this year, about six months ago, well, this year, uh, last year, lol, because it's the 3rd of January, last year, about halfway through the year, it's probably the first time that I've said that this year, last year. There you go. It's a special moment. Uh, About six months ago, I discovered Acro, uh, Partner Acrobatics, which feels like a coming home to something that I've always been meant to have been doing and my little inner gymnast being like, yes, we get to live again. Um, And I love it. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I could do it every single day. I love it so much. And at the beginning, I let myself go fully into that. And that was fine while I was in Europe because I don't know, all of the acro that I did was in the evening or on the weekend. But once I got to Bali, there was suddenly, um, suddenly, I guess, opportunities for me to be doing it during the day, almost every day. Um, and also, I mean, I'm not going to go into a whole big thing, but anyways, so I really gave it to myself. I really said, okay, well, I fucking love this and my business has got more momentum now. I've got an amazing, incredible assistant who is wonderful and she's able to take on more and more things and I don't have to be doing more work, you know, like I'm getting all my work done. I'm just going to throw myself into acro and do acro at every opportunity. And so that's what I did for a few months and it was great And, you know, nothing suffered in my business because of it, but I also wasn't feel like I wasn't really creating new things in my business. I wasn't having much creative energy or inspiration come through in my business. And what I realized, I actually hit a moment of realizing I'm avoiding the tension of creating my next things in my business by doing acro because it feels so good. And you know, people get addicted to acro. I'm not the only one. I've already passed on the acro bug to a few people and people get addicted to acro. And I realized there's actually like the, you get so much energy from it. You're doing amazing, fun things with your body. You know, you're having that, um, in your physicality, moving your body, blood pumping, you're doing it with a partner. So you get connection 
out of that and you get things like you're achieving things together with your partner. So I feel like that must be like triple or quadruple dopamine hit. And what I realized about Acro is that it is a massive dopamine hit. And obviously with the the activity level, you're releasing endorphins and it gives you so much energy. And so I don't think Acro is a bad thing, like a smartphone, like luring you in um, uh, for your attention, but it's something that feels so good that what I realized is that when there's other things that have inherent tension, that have delayed gratification, that have uncertainty, I actually was using Acro to avoid to be in avoidance. I, I was being in avoidance. I was getting that instant feel good um, to avoid the like subtle uncomfortabilities that are absolutely inherent in creating in business and in creating in almost any creation, right? And I made a big switch a few weeks ago and I, I really I cut down how much acro I was doing. I'm only doing one of my advanced classes per week now because they're at 10 till 12, uh, which is my prime work time. And I've gotten really connected to my creativity with my work again, and it's exploding. And now I'm actually canceling on acro because I'm like, no, there's too many things I'm creating in my business at the moment. And that they mean so much to me. And so, you know, this is where is true for me to put my energy right now. So I just thought I would share that um, because even things that can, you know, acro is a true thing for me to be doing. It's something that I love. It looks like a very positive activity and it is a positive activity. It was actually something that I was you know, it felt so good and, and it's so, so immediately gratifying. I was um, avoiding invisible investment in order to, to go into acro. I was. It's the truth. I'm admitting it. I'm claiming it. <laughs> and I'm changing it. I'm changing it. And I've, I've gotten back into writing my book again and creating exactly the vision gasm workshop that I just said. It's not quite a workshop. It's these two um, short videos and a guided meditation uh, guided land of plenty to get that sense of your vision, which is a very specific intuitive technique to get your soul's vision, your heart's vision, what you'd love, your, your true dreams. Um, and, uh, yes, so I've, I'm taking action on that. I've just recorded the videos. I'm going to get that all set up and I'm actually going to be running my living from your greatness masterclass live again next week, um, which I only do a couple of times a year. It's an incredible two and a half hour workshop that actually is essentially the first module in my unlocking gold program. That's going to be running again in January. And so that's that's where it's really true for me to be putting my energy right now into getting these creations out there for you guys. So that's what I'm prioritizing. Sorry, Acro, taking a little bit of a back seat. Still going to be probably doing it at least two or three times a week. Um, but, you know, I've had to get really grounded in where is it true to put my energy and not just what feels the most amazing in the moment. I get, I think that's why, that's what started that whole uh, tangent. It wasn't quite a tangent, but explanation 
you know, whereas recording my vision gasm videos and <laughs> getting that set up on my website doesn't have such an immediate feel good feeling. I mean, it does have a feel good feeling. I'm not going to lie because I'm very excited about that training. Uh, but it's, but it's not, the, it's just not the same as like sitting down and eating lots of chocolate and strawberries and being pleasured or <laughs> doing acro um, or snuggling up in bed with like my cat and some music and maybe sneaky joint or something like that. It's, it's just, it's not that same instant gratification guys. So that's what I wanted to share with you on this episode. I'm actually very excited uh, about this discussion that I've had um, sort of energetically with you and practically by myself. Um, but I feel like it's been a really good one and it's been something that's just been bubbling up and present for me recently and and is it a, is a powerful thing to just reflect on and do an assessment and then just have that framework in your mind of am I putting in the invisible investment am I showing up to my visions if you're a client of mine or or you've done unlocking gold am I showing up to my choices how am I showing up to my choices am I am I having them as a wish list or am I showing up to them and putting in the invisible investment that is creating the energy and momentum for those end results to come to fruition? They're the questions I want you to ask yourself. And my final request at the end of this podcast episode, I'm going to ask this a bit coming up because uh, I know people don't think about it unless I ask, but I would love to ask if you've been listening to this podcast and you have gotten value from it at all, then I would love to ask for you to please leave a review. So you can now, I think, leave reviews on Spotify. You can at least give a star rating. And also if you're on the Apple podcast app, you can leave a rating and a review. And it helps me so much to get this podcast out there, to get back on my consistency train in 2024 with the podcast, knowing that this is touching you guys, knowing that this is reaching you guys. I've actually had a couple of messages in the past week on Instagram from people that have listened to an episode and shared with me um, the, the impact that it made on them. So I also love that as well. And I'd love to uh, request for you to leave a review. And if you're listening to this just as soon as it's come out, um, you can know that I'm going to be running the Living From Your Greatness Masterclass live next week. So head over to my Instagram and send me a DM directly if you can't say anything about it. And I'll hook you up with those details. And of course, the Vision Gasm mini training. It's not really a training. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a vision gasm. You're going to have a vision gasm. If you want to have a vision gasm and <laughs> connect with your, your true vision, your true potential, what you're really here for, then get my vision gasm thing, my videos and my meditation that's going to take you through that process uh, because you're going to really love it. And to have clarity on what you're aiming for and what you're going for is going to make, you know, this year and your life and just everything absolutely different. You know, when we don't have clarity, we're just like a rudderless ship. We're just kind of getting pushed around in the waves. When you have that clarity, when you know where you're going, you've got that focus, you become very 
powerful. You you start making decisions differently. You know, things things start to unfold and come to you and become obvious that weren't obvious before. So if you want to have a vision gasm, come get my vision gasm. It's completely free. It's this beautiful, sweet, delicious, juicy taster that I've put together for you. And you can find that on my Instagram. It might be up on my website. If you can't find it, just send me a message and either me or my assistant will get that out to you. All right. I'm sending you so much love, gorgeous. And I'll see you in the next episode.